Hello, welcome to the fourth episode of the Compass Points podcast. I'm Jim Bergman, the social media manager at the Cascade Pacific Council, sitting in as host today. My guest is Jerry Schleining. Jerry is known affectionately around scouting and the internet as Scoutmaster Jerry and the T-Bird Iron Chef. He authors the popular blog, The Scoutmaster Minute, which is an excellent resource for scouters looking for information on everything from blogging to hammock camping. He's a lifelong scouter himself and is the scoutmaster of the Mighty Troop 664 in the Thunderbird District of the Cascade Pacific Council. 664 has made some great progress so far this year with the vertical scouting model where a troop, pack, and venture crew share the same number and overlap some of their activities to create a seamless scouting experience from tiger to eagle and beyond. Join me as Jerry takes us through what 664 has been up to and where they are going with vertical scouting. Thanks for uh, showing up for this, Jerry. Really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Pleasure to do it. So um, what is vertical scouting? Well, um, in a nutshell, uh, the concept of vertical scouting um, is where we provide scouting programs for youth, as soon as they walk in the door, when they're a you know tiger cub, and they get to see all the way till you know their 21st birthday, and providing that program under one unit, uh, so you would have your your pack, your troop, and the crew under one umbrella, so that that scout can look forward through his entire scouting career. Uh, and there's a whole lot of components that make up, you know, that concept. But in a nutshell, it's keeping a scout from day one until they become a scout leader in the same unit. And so the success of that or the intended success of that is that you will retain scouts longer. Um, you get a lot of consistency in the program. And. Uh, you don't lose any of that institutional knowledge from a scout leaving a troop and going into a venturing crew. Um, even though they are three separate units, uh, they're completely embedded together. And so that you get the look down and the look up uh, from the troop level. And then from the pack level, you get the the look up uh, two levels. and And then obviously the crew is there to provide an incentive to keep uh, youth in scouting longer, but also for them to, to provide them leadership opportunities mm-hmm. so they could go back down to the troop and help or back down to the, the pack and help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, before, before we started recording this, um, uh, Jerry was telling me about um, a, a trip that's coming up where they're doing exactly what he's, what what he's talking about here um jerry so like maybe maybe describe that uh that trip a little for the for the for the listeners um as far as that integration of the multiple um pax troops uh, right so so part of the intent is that the group and 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 there's kind of a shift in some terminology that we've adopted and stuff that i'm sharing when we've been having the vertical scouting um dinners and whatnot but uh, so part of the intent was having the entire group 
together on a on a big outing at least three times a year. And so we looked at our calendar and just kind of picked out, you know, what are those three events? And maybe maybe it's not going to be three this year, mm-hmm. but the intent will be in the future that it would be three uh, big events. So in June, uh, we have a, a big event where our troop goes climbing down to Madras every year. And so we thought, well, there's a good fit to have the entire group together. The Boy Scouts and the Venturing crew can obviously do all the climbing and rappelling and, and, and those kinds of things. The Cub Scouts can family camp with the, with the troop and the crew, bring their families along. They'll get an introduction to what the Boy Scout troop and the Venturing crew uh, does they'll get to see the camping, you know, firsthand because they'll be there. Uh, there'll be events for the Cub Scouts throughout the day on Saturday. And then it'll culminate with the entire group in the afternoon doing an activity together and then having dinner and then a big campfire, you know, so, you know, the, the Boy Scouts will run the campfire and the, you know, the venture they could chip in and, and then the Cub Scouts and their families get to see that entire vertical look. Mm-hmm. You know, they get to see everything from day one all the way out. Uh, kind of a snapshot in that one weekend. Um, we think that that breeds uh, the the group family. Mm-hmm. And it also gives those Cub Scouts that look forward, that, that says, man, I really want to be able to do that one day. You know, and then the, the, the venturing crew, they're going to be doing a high adventure activity at Smith Rock. Um, and then the Boy Scouts will just be climbing and rappelling and whatnot. Oh, boy. That, that sounds like it's going to be a, a really cool event for kids and families. The, the, why did we do this vertical scouting thing? Yeah. Okay. You know, because we, we haven't always done it. Um, and, and it goes back to us wanting to solve a problem. And all of us in scouting, no matter where you are, uh, no matter what council, what district, um, but in particular, the Thunderbird District, um, where I am, in the Cascade Pacific Council, has seen a decline in Cub Scouts, you know, over the, over the last, you know, whatever years. And so we sat down and thought, well, how, how can we help fix that? And we didn't feel that doing the same old thing was working. You know, the, the, the standard send flyers out, host a join night, and then essentially cross your fingers and hope people join. So, so we kind of reached back to my, my childhood in scouting. And I had the unique opportunity of growing up in, in scouting in the Transatlantic Council. Mm-hmm. I, I was an Army brat, and we lived in Holland. And my troop, uh, when we met on Thursday nights, we met with German scouts and Dutch scouts and British scouts and Canadian scouts and hmm. Belgian scouts. So it was an international activity every Thursday night. The unique part of that is everybody else was co-ed and they went from, you know, seven years old all the way till 21, mm-hmm. where our troop was, you know, your 10 and a half year olds to 18. Mm-hmm. And our Cub Scout pack didn't meet together 
because you know they they did the after school program or whatnot, and at the time there was no such thing as venturing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had Explorer Scouts, and so I thought, well, you know that that system mm-hmm. is working all over the world. We just don't do it here. Yeah. Huh, interesting. So why can't we do it here? And so I, 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 one night at a committee meeting, I pitched it. And everybody at the committee said, well, why couldn't we do that? Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's how it was born. And so we said, okay, let's, let's start a pack. Let's start a crew. And we'll just recruit like crazy. We'll have an open house. You know, we'll do a lot of peer-to-peer recruiting, and we're gonna we're gonna do this, and that will at least solve some of the problem. And if we can get other units to adopt that kind of plan or that philosophy, then it's going to grow scouting in our district and in our council, just because you're doing something that's outside of the box, and you're giving people a reason to be in scouts. Mm-hmm. Other than a join a join night, and you know we're promising you, you know, boys' life in summer camp. Yeah. So when when we started pitching that, um, because there was no 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 Packer crew, uh, we reached out and said, "This is our plan, mm-hmm. and we want you to get on board with this." And oh, by the way, this isn't about Tiger Cubs. This is about what your young man's going to do. You know six years from now and eight years from now. And we showed them an eight year plan. So, you know, that, that seven year old young, young scout knows that in, you know, 2021, he could go to Philmont. Yeah. You know, and because, you know, that's, that's kind of in our plan or whatever. So that's kind of how that seed was planted. And as a result, we've grown and we immediately grew because we ended up with, instead of one unit, now we have three units mm-hmm. uh, under the umbrella of 664. And so our troop grew because now all of a sudden we had Cub, Scout, uh, Cub Scouts join mm-hmm. and they had an older brother. Yeah. And so their older brother said, well, I'll join the troop. Mm-hmm. And we started getting kids that had never been in scouting uh, joining at all levels uh, at the pack and the crew and in the troop. Mm-hmm. And so we immediately grew. So I think we ended the year uh, 2015 at like 29 scouts and we immediately jumped up. Uh, I mean, what, we're in the fourth month right now mm-hmm. and we're already up to 52 scouts in the Boy Scout troop. Wow. And then the pack seems to grow every week. So I know we just got two new Cub Scouts on Monday night. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, they're growing as they go to school and tell their friends. And we're we're not waiting for recruiting season, in air quotes. Yeah. We're recruiting every single day. And so every every time the Cub Scouts leave a meeting, they leave the meeting with the charge to bring a friend. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have a joint night. It's the 23rd of May. Okay. That's targeting Cub Scouts. We're, we're only going to target Cub Scouts for that, for that joint night. Mm-hmm. Now, if that means that there's a 13-year-old young man that walks in, the, we're not going to turn them away. 
you know, and the same thing if, if his sister is 14 and she wants to join venturing, Mm -hmm. we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do that. So, um, it's really broadened our family. Um, and, and it, it really has impacted the families of our, of our scout group because now we have sisters that are getting involved, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's multiplying the amount of parents that we have involved, Mm -hmm. which, which is another great success story. Yeah, that that you 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 you've mentioned the term family uh, a couple of times here, and it really does seem to apply um, both, you know, internally to you know the the family of your 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 pack troop crew, um, but then also those families that make up that <laughs> pack troop crew. Um, you know, the, it's uh, it, it sort of strengthens those those bonds. It sounds like. uh, Well, yeah, you know, and everybody, um, everybody feels like they belong. Yeah. No matter what your role is and no matter, you know, what unit type you're in, um, we're all together. We all meet on Monday nights. Mm -hmm. So there's visibility across the board. Uh, The pack starts at, I think, 645. And so we have the den chiefs from the troop that meet with the pack starting at 6:45, and then they go through their opening and their activities and they break out into their dens. And then the troop starts arriving around seven, seven 15 and our meeting starts at seven 30 and the pack is wrapping up about seven 45. Mm-hmm. And instead of everybody just kind of leaving, we just open up the partition so that the Cub Scouts and their families could see what the troop is doing. Mm, cool. And so if they're meal planning, um, you know, the Cub Scout families aren't encouraged to just run out of there. Yeah. You know, they're, they're encouraged to ask questions and, oh, what are these guys doing? Oh, they're meal planning for their next camp out. Or, or the, the best is when they're, when the, when the, um, you know, the patrol leader council or whatever, they're, they're, they're doing, you know, some skill. Mm-hmm. and maybe they're teaching how to how to you know properly anchor tents or whatever and all of a sudden the partition opens and there's tents all over the place <laughs> well that really excites those cub scouts oh yeah you know they want to run over there and get in them and and do all that and it's been one of those things where the boy scout troop or the boys of the boy scout troop have really embraced that and they you know come on over let's show you you know they might be you know we're getting ready for campery so they're, you know, practicing, you know, scout skills, you know, knot tying and first aid and, and fire building and whatnot. And so they're outside with these fire pans and they're practicing, you know, boiling an egg, you know, over a fire they built. Well, I tell you what, the Cub Scouts, they were all over that. Oh, yeah. You know, so they, they really like seeing what's going on. Well, so Yeah, I mean, that, nothing sells scouting like seeing scouting. Really, I mean, you can have all the posters in the world and stuff like that, but yeah, those those little ones getting to see uh, see what the what the big kids are doing. Yeah, you know, we've always maintained the philosophy. You know, somebody will call and say, "Hey, we want to take a look at your your troop. What's a what's a good night to come?" Mm-hmm. And I tell them, "Any Monday is great." Yeah, you got it. It's you all know, under because, one roof. Yeah, we want you to see what we do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so. 
Yeah, we're not going to line up and do a big meet and greet. No. I want I want your son to see what scouting is, and and so that's that really embraces kind of this vertical scouting philosophy, in that you know our best recruiter is us. Yeah. So and, and our program, you know, and we kind of adopted that many years ago. We adopted that the I call it the field of dreams philosophy. You know, if you build it, they'll come. Mm-hmm. And so when when they step in at you know eight years old they immediately see what the future holds for them and in scouting and so they 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 really like that and they're really comfortable with that yeah that's that's cool there's never a dull moment (laughs) and (laughs) you know it just it's you know just service projects Mm. you know our our charter organization is the vfw and gresham has a really cool hero memorial right on pal mm-hmm. right off of main street and our vfw post owns that wow. and so our scout group uh, we told the vfw we want to adopt it uh-huh. because you know most of them are old guys they're never going to get out there and clean it and oh, yeah. all that stuff so we clean it every quarter we go up there and do a top to bottom scrub down we, we lay new bark dust. We do all the, you know, trimming of the bushes and mm-hmm. we do all that stuff. And we also clean the building that we meet at, which is the VFW hall. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah, know, with, with the, with that, with that many kids involved, I mean, the kind of horsepower that you can show up with for a service project is probably. Well, pretty- yeah, that's why we started adopting, you know, because we we all showed up at the memorial. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we have way too many people here. <laughs> so we sent, you know, okay, why don't we split up and go clean the hall? Well, that turned into, you know, dads going home and getting their pressure washers. And, you know, and next thing you know, <laughs> you know, we've we've got a, a workforce that's, yeah. you know, and it, it's just, it's amazing that they want to pitch in. Oh, yeah. You know, and when the Cub Scouts start seeing the older boys doing it and they're doing it and they're not complaining, you know, they're having fun. Now, all of a sudden, the Cub Scouts are developing that spirit of service. Yeah. You know, so it's it's really, really cool. It really is really cool. I'm I'm really excited, uh, not only for my my group, um, and the success that we're seeing, but I'm really excited at the the units that are embracing this throughout the council. Yeah. You know, and, and you could check with Jason, but I think we're up to like 40, 41 units that that have that are that are launching this. And I mean, everywhere from Albany all the way out to the coast. Mm-hmm. You know, people are looking at at doing this and it, what excites me is, you know, the impact that it has on, you know, our scouting community mm-hmm. and then our communities at large. Because, yeah, I mean, you figure if 41 units do this this year mm-hmm. and a couple other units start seeing that success, you know, next year and, and throw their hat in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cascade Pacific Council is just going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the growth is uh, the potential growth is 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 almost kind of mind bending. <laughs> we get yeah. back get back to where we were in the 40s or 50s, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, and there's 
I, you know, I, and I guess through this podcast, we're preaching to the choir, right? Yeah, no, probably. Yeah. But, <laughs> right. And so everybody here buys into, buys into our program. And we all understand that the values um, of our program and, you know, just the, 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 the aims that we're trying to reach out and, and touch these youth with uh, and, and grow our communities uh, through scouting. Just if, 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 if we just stopped with the 41 um, units that are doing it right now, we're going to see immediate growth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the hope is that it, you know, it continues to, to grow. And I know in our district um, and, and I'll probably get in trouble for saying this, uh, but I was overwhelmed with the response. Yeah. Uh, and that, that troops in our district have, have taken this and said, you know what, we're going to run with this. And my phone does not stop ringing. <laughs> and, and which is a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they, they, Hey Jerry, what can, what, how do you do this? Or, or what obstacles have you run into? Mm-hmm. And, I'm our Boy Scout Roundtable Commissioner. And so we've set aside time in our Boy Scout breakout now to talk about this mm-hmm. because, you know, we've gone through some growing pains, um, you know, through this process. And there's been times where we wanted to say, oh, man, is this worth it? You know, and at the end of the day, we, you know, yes, it is. Uh, we had that meeting last night. Uh, last night, we hit our 120-day mark. Mm-hmm. Um, in this process. And so we kind of had a sync meeting again with our committee. And, and that's something that really is uh, a success story too. The way that we do the committee has completely changed. And um, we sat down last night and kind of, how, how we doing? You know, if, if we could change one thing, what are we going to change? You know, or what are the things that we need to, you know, kind of, double our efforts on or or whatever and at the end of the meeting we all looked at each other and said you know what? we're doing great huh. things are doing great and you know we're struggling a little bit with the venturing side yeah you know but you know you're dealing with older teenagers and and it's fine and the beauty of it is it scouts yeah and so if and what we decided last night was okay let's slow down mm-hmm. let's just slow down with the venturing and we don't have to get super aggressive. Let's keep them engaged and let's let them, you know, develop their program because mm-hmm. it's still new to m- many of them. Mm-hmm. And so let's just, let's be patient and let them get their legs underneath them. And, you know, and by doing that, we're going to tell them, you know, what, it's, it's okay. It's okay that we learn. It's okay that we, we stumble a little as we grow, mm-hmm. but. We're going to make this work, you know, and failure is not going to be an option. We want this to work for you as the youth. And, you know, we at the end of the night last night, we all walked away from it going, you know what? We can see success. We know what it looks like mm-hmm. and we're going to see it. Just stay, the, and, stay the course. Like, yeah, we're just going to stay the course yeah. and see this thing through and just keep watching it grow. And I tell you. Last night they had a PAC meeting uh-huh. and I went to the PAC meeting before our patrol leader council and they awarded Bobcat badges last night. And 
it's been a long time since I was a Cub Master. <laughs> and I tell you, I was just grinning from ear to ear because we, you know, we had those Weeblos that camped with us, you know, last weekend and just seeing that it's working. Yeah. And, and to see those young Cub Scouts going, you know what, they're going to be in my troop in, in a few years <laughs> and they're going to be so ready to be, you know, great Boy Scouts. Uh-huh. And it's all because of the, this, this snapshot of scouting that they get to look at. Yeah. So I'm just excited. I could talk all night about that. <laughs> oh, that's, 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 but, that's great. I mean, it, it, you can, you, I really can hear all the, you know, the enthusiasm. And I mean, you're, you're always an enthusiastic guy, but I mean, this is, is well beyond that, you know, as far as just, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's good. Well, you know, it's, just, yeah. it's touched every, it's touched every part of our scouting life. You know, the, the Boy Scout troop parents that are going down to the Cub Scouts and saying, what can we do to help? And, you know, all these brand new Cub Scout parents realize that we don't have to be alone in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, you know? not, they're not reinventing and everything. So, yeah, it's just it's just been just been really, really good. And and I would encourage, you know, any unit that's out there, whether it's a troop or a pack mm-hmm. or a crew that wants to embrace this, don't, you know, don't give up mm-hmm. um, and just realize that. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be hard. Yeah. Um, some, some getting well, up to speed and growing right. pains and stuff there, but. But at the end of the day, it's 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 just Boy Scouts. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, and and so, if you just keep plugging away at it, and realize that we're doing it for the boys, mm-hmm. and, and those young young uh, young ladies in venturing, um, but you know, last night was. You know, if you get paid in smiles, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> you know, watching those those kids get their bobcat rank last night um, was just phenomenal. Yeah. You know, and I'm a scoutmaster. And I, you know, it, it doesn't affect me at all. Um, other than the fact that they all have 664 on their sleeve. Yeah. And so we're all part of this group, you know, this family. So, yeah. no, it's just, you know, just stick with it and, and realize that we can make a big difference with this. That's fantastic. Well, shoot, Jerry, thank you so much for doing this interview. I, I, I know, I know, based on what you're what you're saying here, and also what I hear every place else, you're you're an incredibly busy, in demand guy. So it was uh, great to have you. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, if you and uh, Adam can ever ever shake loose, we'd, we'd love to have you back as uh, hosts of the podcast. Um, well, I would love I, to. <laughs> I'm it's all on Adam. All yeah. It's all on Adam. I'm waiting on him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. No, I no, I'm I'm all in. We'll get that as a as a uh as a um challenge out to Adam there. <laughs> yeah. You know, get him off the road a little bit, you know. He was, yeah. The whole work thing is overrated. He needs to de- de- dedicate more time to scouting. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you very much. Hey, no problem. It's a pleasure. If you have questions, please reach out to me. I moderate our Facebook page and Twitter feed at CPCBSA. 
we are in the process of transitioning our Instagram presence to primarily show off camp and the camping experience. However, we are at CPC BSA over there and on Pinterest as well if you have something you'd like to tag us on. Have a wonderful day and keep the scouting way. Thank you for listening.